What's going on, guys? It is James here with another episode. I know it has been a while, but if you would, if you're a return listener, if you could rate and review the show either on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, it would be greatly appreciated. We're not selling anything here. We want to get more guests. We need more eyes and ears on the podcast. So hope you enjoy this episode with someone that I met back in my days at UGA. He's a solid human. A super cool dude, and uh, I cannot wait to dive in. Hope you all enjoy. And if there's anyone that you want to see on the podcast, slide in my DMs. Cam, man, I appreciate you being here. Um, it's been a, a long time coming, I believe. And, um, you know, we haven't reconnected and, and chatted at length uh, in a very long time. But um, I kind of just want to start with, you know, let the people know who you are, um, a little bit about your background, how we got here, maybe how we met, um, and kind of kind of why why you're in the health and wellness space dude and what do you do what's going on man so james good to see you i appreciate you having me on here i'm always grateful for any opportunity to connect and build a relationship so um it's good to be here i would say i guess what got me into health and fitness there's a lot there's a lot to it so i'll start with how i grew up all right so when I was first starting out as a kid, my dad was very adamant about, you know, being hard on me and making me work hard and just being on top of things in sports and not quitting. And just he was just on my ass, put it very simple about being a man at a young age, I would kind of say. Uh, my mom was very kind of she was like the protector, you know, like keep make sure. That I stayed different like she always wanted me to understand that I had the ability to be different not following the path that everybody else is going just kind of do my own thing and um, a lot of that comes from like just the little things that we did in life like she would be cooking she'd be eating healthy and she would be kind of putting that on me like allowing me to see it at a young age and then not only that I would be cooking as well. Like she'd be like, Cameron, you want to come in here and cook? Or she allowed me and both my brothers, I've got two older brothers. So they also had an influence on me in uh, the health and fitness area too, because I got picked on by them my whole life. So, you know, I was a young, small, real small dude. I was tiny growing up. My brothers were huge. They're like six, four now. I I didn't get the tall jeans. I don't know where that, where that happened, but I didn't catch that. Um, So I always had to kind of work harder, man, just to feel like I'm, I guess, I don't know, maybe belong to, to be a, a bigger guy. I don't know. It was something that, you know, I struggle with maybe coming up early on in life, just being the smallest. I was the youngest. My birthday was August 19th. So the cutoff was the 31st in, in the grade. So not only was I like the smallest in the grade, but I was the youngest in the grade. So I always, everybody was growing up faster than I was, maturing quicker than I was, and just certain things like that. All those little things you, you start thinking about, they kind of tie into to all of it. Why I started working out, why I pushed harder, kind of just certain little things that kind of tied into who I am today. But yeah, man, it's just a, a, a lot of family background, I would say, that got me to this point. Um, just leading up to all that, I would say it really started probably when I got into high school. Um, I played three sports going into high, like coming out of middle school. It's baseball basketball football well then I started realizing I think I don't think I um I didn't make the team for baseball or basketball in middle school so I was like kind of cut my confidence a little bit I'm like damn man like 
I'm too small. I'm not good enough. You know, I hurt my feelings a little bit back then. And then I'm like, I made the football team. And I was like, man, you know what? I just need to focus on one sport, kick it off from here. Maybe I'll, I'll be good at football and can roll with that. So heading into ninth grade through senior year, I, still, I started focusing a lot more on football. Um, my older brother, and he actually was very good at it. So I was always kind of following in his footsteps. He was the big macho, crush everybody, just really good at it. And, you know, so I always had to – I felt like I had to push a little bit harder to try to fill his spot. Um, it was kind of my mindset at the time because, he. I mean, he had it, and I had to work, work a lot harder for it. But um, just coming up through high school, man, just – pushing hard, being the smallest, like I said. And then I think I would say about junior year, it really started kicking in. So junior year, they throw me into the cornerback position. I'm a starter for the first time. I was kind of just on the sidelines, you know, just making things happen for the first two years, you know, trying to fit in, whatever. And then junior year comes around that I'm like, I'm starting, I'm kind of getting good. I'm like, all right, well, throw me into the mix. But I'm still tiny at this point. I'm like a buck 50, five nine, I would say. Jeez. What do you wear right now? I'm about 190 right now. Still 5'9? Five 5'10. Five yeah. G- gain an inch. <laughs> gain an inch. 5'10, 190. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you're, so you said this is junior year? Yeah. Junior so year. You're, you're a buck 50, 5'9, yeah. junior year. Okay. Yeah. Pick back up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then uh, I'm playing cornerback and, you know, these receivers, dude, I'm going up against D2, D1 receivers in this 5A football. And they're six one, six two, faster than I am. Just, just not having it, man. Just getting destroyed out there on deep balls. I, I, I was pretty good at stopping the run. I could come up, stop the run. You know, short, quick passes. Um, good, at, good at stuff like that. But you know, I was just starting to realize more and more going through junior year. I'm like, I've got to beef up, and I've got to switch my position because these dudes are taller, faster, more athletic. Something's got to change. So from junior year going into senior year, I packed on about twenty pounds um worked out heavily man I'd hit practice go home from practice and work out I'm like I was hitting two a days on top of being dead tired it'd be like nine o'clock at night I'd come home eat dinner with my family work out like I was hitting stuff that you know things now that like make you better in life I was kind of picking up at an early age I'm like if I'm gonna be somebody like I gotta start grinding a little bit harder right now (laughs) because it just goes back to that being small and trying to you know had the upper edge i guess um but anyway so yeah i packed on about 20 pounds i started getting really good towards the end of my senior year um and then kind of closing out high school going into college working out was something that just stuck with me because you know like football i had the ability to go play but i kind of wanted to experience college life uh i was getting I don't know, man i just really wanted to be with friends and you know go to athens where i met you and you know and, hang out, explore, party, you know, do, do all the things that you just want to experience something different. My whole life was sports. So um, I kind of wanted to get to Athens and, and start doing that and being out on my own and, um, you know, just taking a different lifestyle approach. Yeah. And so yeah, that totally makes um, sense. Well, I hate to interrupt you real quick. There you go. How did you gain the the 20 pounds? So you packed on 20 pounds of muscle. What, what was the time duration in that? Uh, I would say that was probably a year. So um, over 12 months. Yeah. 20? I yeah. 12 months. And, and, you know, back then, man, I didn't, it's not like now I didn't pay attention to all the details. I just worked hard. Like I said, I hit the two days type deal. Mm-hmm. And then I, my brother was like, you know, he was, 
in the college football space, he played D1. And so he was like kind of relaying all the information down to me, like protein supplements, like creatine, Mm pre-workout. So I kind of started getting into the supplement space a little bit back then. Um, and I gained about 20 pounds in a year doing that. Just, I was overloading, dude. I can't remember the crap, I, what it was called back then. I wish I remembered the name of it because we loved it. Uh, you know, Papa, well, he used to, he used to work out with me back then a lot. And me, me and him both, because he was kind of the same boat that I was. We both just worked hard and tried to, you know, pack on the LBs to kind of be, be in the starting spots in football. So. Yeah. So 20 pounds over, over a year. Was that kind of the first time that you had like a big shift in your physique? Was that like the first 100%. initiation? That was, you that was it. That was it, man. That was. So, so you, you gained the 20 and you have no, probably at this point, I mean, how old are you right now? I'm 28. Okay. So, I mean, uh, like, why would you remember exactly what you did to gain that 20 pounds between junior right, and senior right. year? Um, but I guess let me ask this a different way then. If you if that was kind of your initiation into it, right? Into into changing your physique intentionally. Like if you had to go back knowing what you know right now, I mean, what would you do to gain that 20 pounds in a healthy way, natty, over a year? What would yeah, you do now? Now? Yeah. Man, I would just focus exactly on what I'm eating. It's just all I mean. We're, I could go so deep into this right now. Run like, it, dude. That's I'm what we're here for. Run it. Right. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't shallow it, dude. The, okay. Let's not insult the intelligence of the individuals that are listening to this. Like they're ready for it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Smack it. Right. All right. All right. So, you know, right now things have changed completely for me over the past two years and how I've tackled natty working out health. I don't even want to say working out. It's it health to me. Mm-hmm. So, for like going into college, like I said, you know, like just working out, I was getting by, man. I was working out a few days a week. I, I loved working out. I liked being big. I liked the confidence that you get with looking good and all that stuff. That still is in me, but I will, will really say today, it's to me, it's more about my overall health. And I think the older that I get, the more you start understanding that. It's not, to me, it's not about like, I'm not going. I'm not trying to get big in college to go see everybody and you know, make us put on a show or like, mm-hmm. it's not about that to me anymore. Now it's about how I feel. What am I eating? That How does it impact how I feel throughout the day? Um, just the certain things that I'm putting in my body and how it overall makes me feel. And in turn, what that has done for me is it's making me look better on top of it because I'm making these wise decisions more based on how I feel versus how I look because you know I used to like dude I've I've ran stuff I've 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 been through cycles I've done unnatural things I've done pro hormones I've done SARMs I've tried out various things and a lot of the times that I was doing those things I was getting yoked don't I mean don't get me wrong stuff works but my mental health was just like at all-time lows depressed like just lethargic not feeling good mentally like all that stuff just started affecting me so I'm like I kind of just want to make a change, man. I was like, I want to continue to grind hard, do the right things. But now I want it to be more about how I feel, you know, and like the longevity of how I feel and kind of giving myself time to not like, it used to be like, all right, you know, in college, it's January, you got spring break in March. I'm like, I got three months to get fucking huge. Like that's, (laughs) that was the goal, you know? It's like, we got pool season rolling around. I'm trying to be big. Now it's like, I'm in no rush, man. I just want to feel good. I want to eat right. Like taking the cold showers, meditating, 
reading books, putting the phone down a little bit, just not being so caught up in, I guess, the looks of things and more about how I feel. That's that's kind of the where I'm at now. And me and you, I'm sure, can go a lot into this. So I'll, yeah. I'll let you speak for a minute and see. You know, no, no, I'll, no. I'll piggyback. Yeah, you're all good. Um, I did have a few like technical questions. Um, so I mean, on the on the lifting and the fuel in your body, right? Everything you're putting in in your body, uh, both physically and then also mentally, right? And then right. also the weights that you're moving, the periodization that you're you're following, and and kind of how your programming is going there. Number one, do you write your own programming? I don't. Um, you know, there's times where I kind of sit down and plan it, but I, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. So planning for me it can, and this can vary through so many people in so many different ways. But for me personally, when I plan, I do crush when I do that, but also I kind of like just not putting the stress of the plan on myself. Like I've done that before where I'll plan out my whole week and it's just like, it adds extra stress to me that I don't necessarily want all the time. So I kind of just set maybe like a mental goal and I'll be like, Hey, I need to crush like five workouts this week. And I'll do it. I don't put the extra stress of like having to bullet points out. I mean, so no, I don't necessarily write a plan. Um, you know, I kind of just go in it head on, know what I have to do and I take care of it. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, but you're, you said that you're kind of like moving both with the eating and the, the working out based on how you feel, not how you're trying to look. Right. So is that like more performance? Are we, are we like tracking performance metrics there? Or are we not really doing any kind of empirical breakdown of uh, anything? Is it more so just like, hey, man, my head feels good. My heart feels good. My lungs feel good. I'm being pushed. Like this is a checkbox for me. Or is it is it more analytical? Um, You know, I would say the looks do come back into play a part here because, you know, always you're trying to like physique is a lot of it. You know, you always want to yeah. look good. It's, I mean, it's like, come on. Everybody's man. trying to look better naked now. Don't play. Right, yeah. Everybody it, trying to look better naked, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just a overall confidence. You feel good. You want to feel mm -hmm. good about yourself. So, um, but you know, yes, performance, like eating and sleeping and the way you feel and all that definitely is performance. And I, and I will say too, like I've played around with a lot of different foods, diets, kind of just to kind of see, because I do believe that everybody's different. I think that, not one diet works for somebody and I'm not here to knock a diet for instance on anybody who chooses one thing over the other I don't really believe in all that I kind of like like I said I kind of think it works best off how it does with your own body and like mm -hmm. you know I just kind of think it's all based off off of you and how it affects you um and I will say like the past month or so or two, I've been experiencing with that carnivore diet or the animal-based diet. I'm okay. sure you should be pissed yeah. all yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Sean dude. Baker and and all those cats. Yeah, dude, yeah they have some Paul, interesting content, man. Paul, Talk to Paul me about it. How's it been? How's it been? Dude, so I just want to say like, like, and a lot of things are like placebo. Like you can kind of think things are working and, you know, maybe. A lot of supplements too. Like you're just paying more attention a lot of the time. Right. It's not necessarily like, oh, wow, this is working for me. It's right. mentally working. And so we're like, all right, we might as well keep doing it because it's going to get us on the right. path more. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm on something and yeah. this is working. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, carnivore dude or, or animal based, I'll say, because I kind of followed the, um, Paul Saladino, I believe his name is Carnivore MD on Instagram. Um, so pretty much, it's raw dairy, 
I do, I'll do raw milk. And thankfully I live kind of in the country. So there's access. Is that like kefir? Like, um, like that brand, yeah, there, like where it's pasteurized. I don't know if it's pasteurized or unpasteurized, but it's a certain type of like non-traditional way of production. Or so I've done processing. the kefir. Okay. I've actually gotten that at like my local Ingles when I'll go grocery shopping. I can get that. But like this Boy, is Boy, like, you got an Ingles out there? Well, yeah, I have not man. seen Ingles in forever. It is, it is the spot, man. <laughs> it's the spot. It's like Randall's out in uh, yeah. out in Houston, dude. Randall's. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, another Kroger, dude. Oh, yeah. It is like, <laughs> man, that is my spot, dude. But um, yeah, so I can, I can find like the local the local kefir there, and um, they got great local meats too, dude. I, that's where I find I can find bone marrow there, liver, you know, all the good stuff in the meat section. Um, but um, yeah, so it's just like meat and organs. Um, and then you got like I'll do raw egg or eggs, like pasteurized or whatever. I'll do the raw milk, raw butter, and then fruit, and then local raw honey stuff like that. And dude, I'm just going to say like straight up the way that this has changed everything for me for like, and I haven't even been as strict as I want to be, you know, like I still partake in drinking on the weekends and kind of eating a few meals here and there, just messing around. But like, I would say Monday through Thursday, I'm very, very good about what I, what I drink and eat. And I would say, so yeah, Monday through Thursday for, I don't know, maybe a month to two months of doing that. I have like really noticed a difference in the way I feel, the way I look, and the way I perform in the gym. And first, so like first with the way I feel, I'm so, like my energy throughout the day is through the roof. I don't get that that drag. My brain fog is not there. Like, out like for instance, I sit in an office all day. I'm an accountant, and so, dude, I didn't I, even know that. I did not yeah. know you're an accountant. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's I know, okay. It's crazy. So I sit all day in an office for about nine hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. and, I mean, that's that's hard to do, um, just sitting at a computer nine, like nine hours a day and crunching numbers all day long. So I would say about like lunchtime, man, I start getting brain fog. And, you know, it's just like mm -hmm. I'm not I'm very productive. Like the first few hours of the day, I, I start crushing. Then I'll hit that like one o'clock feeling. I'm like just brain fog's rolling and it's just not working as well. And um I will say I don't even really catch that anymore. I'll eat steak for lunch with some raw butter, with some raw milk and some fruit. And I'm like wound up again, like as if it was nine o'clock and I just had coffee. I'm like, whoa, let's roll. Like I crushed the day. And then when I get out of the um, work, you know, I'm like, I'm immediately like get outside and get a workout. And that's I sit for nine hours. It kills me. So I'm like, I got to get up, get active get a workout in. So after all that, you know, in the gym, um, just the overall performance, I believe my strength has gone up, which is very hard to believe because when you're not eating a lot of carbs, it's kind of hard to push heavy weight. I don't know if you've ever experienced that personally, but for me, it's really affected me that way in the past, um, doing anything low carb, I guess, cause you know, I'm only getting it from fruit. It, it's not really, I'm not getting a lot of carbs. So, um, but hey, you're surely not getting a, that, like a ton, like you're not eating rice and, uh, right. and even oats wouldn't be a good example, but you're not eating rice and, and potatoes and pasta and all that right. kind of stuff that most people eat. Right. right. So, you know, just like the overall performance, like my stamina, the length that I can go in the gym, um, all of that, I've just noticed a, a huge increase in a, in a positive way. And then the looks part of it, dude, I hope 
obviously, you know, waking up in the morning, like you're chiseled more than you normally would mm-hmm. be. But dude, I was waking up with like chiseled six packs, man. And I haven't been able to do that in so long. Like that's one thing I've struggled with the most. Um, probably since I started like really getting into working out was mm-hmm. the love handles and kind of a little bit of area in the stomach. And, you know, I work abs and stuff. It's not that I don't, it's sometimes that's like caused by stress and whatever else it can affect you that way. But man, I was waking up lean flat straight up in the morning, like at night, even dude, I'd be weighing myself when I was strictly doing that. I was like 179 pounds, man, like cut down slim. Yeah. And I kind of, and I kind of got away from it. I started getting back in. I, I was kind of wanting to do a little bit more in the gym. So I started getting back to the white rice and, you know, the potatoes and certain other things. Just mm-hmm. my problem with diets is when you're and this could just be me personally, but I feel like it is a, a lot this way across the board is you get so caught up in making everything be perfect that you lose sight of the reason that you did it in the first place. It's like, you'll say, all right. So like for me, for this animal based thing, I'm like, I get 30 days to eat. Right. Like if I can't do that, you know, something's wrong. Right. Well, here I am first weekend of August. I'm going to the lake. I'm drinking, I'm eating everything under the sun. It doesn't even matter at that point. You know, I'm just having fun. And then I pay for it Monday, Tuesday, because I'm working off what I did for the weekend. So, you know, but at the end of the day, man, I just felt like the way it, I improved a ton throughout the whole process of doing it. it it wasn't about just the physical but how i felt everything just that came with it so if you haven't tried it man i highly recommend just give it in a try maybe like two weeks if, even if it's something short and simple but i really enjoyed it so yeah dude i went uh i went to <laughs> i went four days eating like rogan did that uh like just straight steak and jalapenos <laughs> Tough. Yeah, would not recommend man you want your stomach to be upside Gosh. down because i'm because you're not used to it and you're literally like dead can't go too far from the bathroom Promise I you. right I, saw, I think i saw him say that something about like be prepared for diarrhea for like a straight week or something yeah and i did it for a few days and i was like yo i have so much energy but all of it is spent in the bathroom worshiping <laughs> the porcelain gods <laughs> like what is that doing for me you know what i mean yeah, making you dehydrated night. Right. I'm just, just out flushing out all the liquids. So, you know, what I wanted to ask, so like, would you say that and about how long have you been been more animal based like this, where you're talking about the more raw side of, of animal based? Dude, and I'll tell I'll talk about the raw man. So um, all right, so I I did anime animal based like like I said, Monday through Thursday, probably for two months. Okay. Let's say I've been doing it that way. And so oh, go ahead. No, you got it. Um, so like bone marrow, I, I got raw for the first time and I actually enjoyed it, man. It was like I was like, this stuff's actually pretty good, you know. And then I kind of got into cooking it. I like it better cooked. And I'll just kind of like throw it in the oven 420 minutes. I'll throw some, I'll do like some minced garlic. I'll rub both ends of it, kind of the meat side of it. Cause mine, I get like the little bones, not like the full open ones. I don't know if you've seen like the femur yeah. Yeah, yeah, opened up or whatever, but I'll just do like the little circular bones or whatever. Kind of minced garlic on both sides, do salt and pepper, throw it in the oven for 20 minutes on 400 or something, kind of bring it out. And dude, it's like, I like to use it almost like on my steak. Like it just mixes like in. Yeah, it's kind of like a buttery substance. It, it like falls into like butter almost. Really? Because you're just you're just basically baking the bone out. Yeah, yeah. I just so like, yeah, I bake it. I've and then, never so, prepared bone marrow ever, it, dude. I did it for the first time. You know, like just not too long Solid. ago. And, 
Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I enjoyed it. You just kind of like – I get like a knife and scoop it out, and it kind of just falls out at that point. But the liver is a different story, dude. Oh, my gosh. That's Are you the liver is- king now? No. <laughs> I, dude, I tried. I tried yeah. it. I did it for five days straight. So what I did was I bought it from the store. Stuff's dirt cheap, man. It was like two, $2.50 for like – Well, I mean, pounds. mass market doesn't want it. They're like, I don't want right. to eat that shit. Just give me the right. chicken breast, right? Yeah, or give me, exactly. give me the Give me the butt of the cow. Like, I, I don't want all this. Yeah. <laughs> I did. And like, so, um, the first day I got it, I, I chopped it up into like, um, I would say 13 days of it. I, I made, I want to say like three pounds last 13 days. I chopped it up into maybe like two or three little bite sized raw pieces and I froze them each day. I would put it out the night before in the fridge, kind of let it unthaw overnight and I'd pack it for my lunch. So I'm over here in my accounting office with the door closed, eating bone marrow and raw liver. Like, <laughs> please don't open the door (laughs) yeah people be looking at you sideways like hold on first of all why are you eating that at all and then why are you an accountant eating that because that doesn't seem on brand for anybody there yeah the tatted up accountants in there eating raw liver again goodness goodness um so you said something about your energy levels right with the uh the being animal based that you're not really having a crash like you're not peaking valley like you kind of straight across yeah i I would just say it's like non-stop until you go to bed man that's and that's just how it was for me and the raw liver too like dude so it was terrible don't get me wrong first i did it for five days that's all i stopped you're done no more liver? Yeah, I can't do the raw. Come on, liver. Cam. No more liver? Come on. Well, actually, I'll, I'll get back to it. I actually bought some this week at the store just in case I get the get the feeling. It's in the freezer. <laughs> just in case I want to do it again. But I got to do a prep video of that. You got to put it up on Instagram. Uh, I'm you something you. to share, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll love that, I'm sure. That beef or the dark beefy liver whatever man but, yeah, literally uh, the the color of the color of this red on this deodorant you know what i mean like goodness it's like smell, out there oh yeah my wife's like every time i get she's like don't get that i'm like I don't bring that in the house yeah. put it on the grill like, do not bring this in the yeah. house i'm like hiding it in the, in the grocery cart under other meat just in case she's looking like, <laughs> but man uh yeah so i like chopped it up unfrozen, or whatever so when i was eating it man i would just like throw it back almost like a shot like I could not chew it, dude. I put it in my mouth. I'm like, I tried chewing it. I couldn't chew it. So I just like, I'm going to swallow it whole three pieces. And I will say, so I take the supplements too. I'll do like the, um, I have a few different supplements. I'll talk about those. Um, but so the raw liver itself, dude, you want to talk about like an energy boost. I think it took like maybe 30 minutes. And like you said, it could be like placebo, like we were talking earlier, but I don't know, man, for like five days I was doing it and I felt one of the best that I've ever felt in my life off of it. And I'm not even making it up, man. It was crazy. I felt so good off of it. And that's why I went and got it again. Like the taste was so bad that I was like, I think at the very last Describe day, the taste. Dude. Describe just, the taste. God, I don't even know how. The worst thing I've ever had. Zero really? The worst yes, thing? Ever. Oh, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to do a video eating liver, eating organs and, and see what's Dude. up. Uh, do you like, are you supposed to like, not saute them but are you supposed to like season them with anything or like dip them in something or and and you know like i was reading into that i was like obviously raw is the most beneficial but you're not really losing much when you cook it so then i tried on the last day to cook it right so i think it was like day five or six i'm like i start cooking it right i do it with onions i'm following like some google recipe i'm like let me just sear it do it with onions and garlic salt and pepper you know just like the basics just to kind of bring out some flavor dude it was worse it didn't end that was it (laughs) 
Like the texture of it was just so bad, man. Plug your I, nose, I throw it back, and be done with it, huh? Oh my god, I th- I like mixed it in with my steak. I must where like I couldn't even know like what I was stabbing. I'm like, I'm gonna just yeah. grab a bite and eat it like it's normal. Mm. Didn't work at all. Did not work. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I mean, through all this, did you? What's your caffeine intake look like just overall daily? Um, you know? daily is two two hundred milligrams. That's it across the board. Yep. Oh, uh, you're I a better do. man than I am, dude. Yeah. I'm an abuser. Yep. I yeah. am a caffeine addict. Absolutely. For sure. How much How much are you, are you taking? Out? I don't even think I should say this on the podcast, dude. I like in the morning, I'll probably like I'm up at like if I'm coaching in the morning, right? I'm up at like four, four, four or five. And I listen to Huberman. I don't drink caffeine for two hours for 120 minutes. Yeah, uh, but by six, dude, from like six to nine, I might have four cups. Yeah, that's that's or like a, a double or triple espresso. Like yeah. twice. and just it's be like running. Rolling. Right. Yeah, I'll stop at like 5 or 6 p.m. Uh, I won't really drink it after that because it'll mess up my my sleep. But I was just curious, you know, were you finding that your energy was up? And obviously it's anecdotal. So registered dietitians and all these other people that are in health and wellness, like don't come for anybody's throat. Like we're just talking about your experience here with the on the raw side and the liver and, and what have you here. But I was curious about what your caffeine intake looked like, because if you were saying that you're having a higher a higher energy level across the day and you're not crashing like typical stimulants would crash you that's interesting and something i'd be i'd be interested in looking into dude it's it's very interesting and that's and that's kind of the reason why i want to talk like that i, I wanted to like briefly touch on it today just because of the overall experience i have with it dude like i've tried so many different things that are some have worked some that haven't worked and that is by far the best i've felt ever like it's just hard to it's oh, hard yeah. to explain man it just, it's just how i felt overall um but yeah yeah, caffeine wise, dude, I do 200 milligrams. And the only time I do it is first thing in the morning. I drink super coffee. I don't know if you've heard of their brand at all. Um, the protein like in the, it? Yeah, pea protein. Yeah. So maybe that's where I screwed up the, the carnivore because I got the pea protein in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like that MCT oil, a little bit of monk fruit, um, just kind of the basics. But I love that stuff, man. I'll start it off. I, I kind of, I guess, I don't know if that takes away from fasting. But I like I that's the only thing I do in the mornings and I usually try to fast from I would say seven thirty at night until twelve o'clock the next day. And I do that every day except for weekends. So Monday through Thursday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Monday through Friday, I would say. Saturday, Sunday, I kinda usually Saturday, Sunday, a lot of the times I'm uh eating breakfast out I I like to go visit my family at the lake or you know whatever it is my mom's making grits and bacon and eggs and all that in the morning I'm like I can't skip that so yeah speaking of bacon eggs and grits though you said when you were when you're growing up kind of you know you're the one that was able to try and cook and kind of some of that weight was put on you did you find that when you were cooking you were cooking healthier things for the family than she cooks for you now um now I am Back then, I wouldn't say that. No, yeah. back then I was probably going with the flow. But dude, my mom, she was, she loved like, like all the healthy stuff that you would like that a normal kid probably wouldn't like. Like she would eat like tabbouleh from like Greek places, and I'm like, mom, let me get some of that tabbouleh. Like uh, tomatoes, man, we just throw some tomatoes, throw a little yeah. salt on it, you know, just like it's like stuff that you wouldn't like. And I guess an average kid maybe wouldn't like. I don't know what everybody else's background was in growing up, but to me, I love that stuff. And she was very like. I would say kind of old school because I had like the blessing of growing up to where we had a meat, a vegetable and a carb. Like it was, that's how, how it was mostly every time it'd be like mashed potatoes, green beans, some type of chicken, or, you know, it was a very balanced diet. Um, 
So that that was kind of how it was growing up. And I think I kind of took that to now too. And like my dad was super adamant back then about like, he didn't see us throughout the day. So at like seven 30, we were eating and that's, that was just what it was, you know? And I kind of try to do that with my own family now. Like it's very important. It's like a great time for me to wind down and be with my family now, which is one of my favorite parts of my day because I, I work, you know, nine or 10 hours. I immediately come in and it makes me feel guilty every day, but I go straight to working out. Cause it's like, I got to clear my head, got to kind of just to be the best I can be, man. Um, but I'll do that. And then I'll come home, cook dinner. And that's, and then after cooking dinner, I, you know, take it easy and call it a day. So it's like a repeat Monday through Friday, but um, I don't know, man, just the way that that's, I took all that in back then has instilled into me now about just the life that I want to live. And, you know, just, I don't know, it's, it's the best part of my day. Cause I, in, in like cooking for your family, man, it's, it's hard to beat because you're in control of what your family's eating. So you can, I can make them all healthy stuff. I know what, mm-hmm. You know, it makes me feel good when they're eating good. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's a very important part of my life. So, yeah. How much, how much protein a day do you think you're roughly getting? I mean, I, I doubt you're probably tracking macros right now. Maybe you have, right? but do you know what right. your intake is daily? Roughly? Dude, I would say I, I got this freaking gnat in here. You drive me crazy. Um, I would say my intake would be anywhere from, 140 grams of protein to about 180 that would be a, a slight guess for me but sometimes i don't know man because you know i'll eat a, a pound of ground beef like i'm still kind of doing like i'm still incorporating that that carnivore lifestyle mixed in with a little bit more balance yeah but i'm still kind of doing it just because i love the way that i've been feeling off of it so like right now a normal day for me will be like the pea protein in the morning which i think that thing is like 10 grams i want to say then i'll do like a pound of grass-fed ground beef for lunch and I something think, else or just by itself sometimes i'll do fruit uh lately i've been doing some white rice kind of depends on what exercise i'm hitting that day mm-hmm. if i'm doing a heavy heavy legs or you know i want to max out on chest or you know do something more compound lifts i like to kind of throw some heavy carbs in there mm-hmm. that way i have some more energy and i'm not dead tired because i've have i've definitely noticed how that's affecting me and we can go into that too i'm sure you experience the same thing um, but yeah, so it, a pound of ground beef, I want to say that's like 84 grams or so right there. So I'm sitting at 94 by lunch and then dinner, I really try to slam it down, man. I'll do like two New York strips or, um, two sirloins, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. And that'll, that's an extra load right there. So yeah, no, I like just that. A guess. yeah. Outside of the pea protein and the, uh, and the super coffee, right. You said that's what it is. Right. Um, mm-hmm. do you do any kind of protein supplementation at all? Or do you pretty much just eat straight red meat and go that right. way? Right. I have not. And dude, I used to be like, I used to do it all the time. And I really, mm-hmm. I'm about to start getting back into it, but I haven't really taken supplements like that in forever, man. Like I would, I would say it's been, I used to do like pre-workout creatine, protein, all that nonstop, but I have not done that in, I would say two years, maybe. Yeah. I think that's actually wow. an interesting, an interesting thing that you haven't done that. And you've been feeling as good as you have. Cause I'm curious if you feel maybe the same way that I do about this, that I think a lot of people over-focus on the stuff that are just accelerators or things that will help you, but can't be substitutes for the food, for the movement, for the progressive overload, for the consistency, for the mobility, for the hydration. Like I love getting my clients on supplementation. Love it because it's something that aids and helps them on their process. But when people are like, yo, 
James, I'd rather just, just get all my protein from this protein powder. I want to throw my phone in the air. Like you sh- it's not the end of the world if you do that, but I'd prefer you to get more nutrient dense food in you start to right. eat more balanced. Right. And then add right. supplementation if you need it or, or you get stuck. Or you're like, shit, it's 9 PM. And I want to get, you know, I'm up for the next two hours, but I want to get another 60 grams of protein and cool. Right? right. Get that in, let it digest. And then let's go to bed. Right. Do you find that you're feeling better or worse using just food to get there? Or do you think it's kind of negligible because you were doing a lot of other stuff before? I feel better. Okay. I feel yeah. Better, and I, and it could be, you know, there's so many, st- that's the thing about health, man. There's so many studies and so many people that think one way and think the other. I'll say the best thing that works in my opinion is mm-hmm. just balance throughout the whole thing. What does balance, balance mean? Food. Balance with food, what you eat, balance with the time that you spend with yourself. Balance. It's just balancing your whole life, man. It's like, there's no one trick to doing this. It's all about balance, man. Like spend time doing what you love, spend time meditating for five to 10 minutes. Even if it sounds goofy and like cliche, like that's the type of stuff that really mentally helps you in life. Like I can't even explain like the type of stuff that that has done for me. Like the cold showers, man, I do it every single day. I used to like, kind of throw it in once a week or something that's and that's another thing too like it progresses because i would do these things like once or twice a week and now i'm doing them every day and just like the way that you're practicing the gratitude thing on instagram i love that because those start to become habits after a short like a certain period of time everything that you're doing every single day it doesn't it doesn't have to be about motivation or or like that drive to do it it just becomes something that you do every single day and that's that's what i think balance is man just constantly making time for yourself to become the best you that there is. And that could be spending 30 minutes with yourself every day, just by yourself. It could be getting sunlight in the morning or at the night, like, like Huberman talks about, or just, you know, reading a book and putting your phone down or getting cold and hot, any type of recovery mm-hmm. therapy that you want to do. You know, I think all of that stuff really matters. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit of a personal question in, in your journey. Um, I mean, with, with the aspiration that you have, right. You got a lot of stuff moving, right. You're, you're a dad, right. You're a husband, you're an accountant for 10 hours a day. You move your ass every single day as well. And you're very conscious about what you put in your body, both mentally and, and physically with all of that. That's a lot of things to be focused on, right? Do you struggle with perfection when you miss the mark? Oh, a hundred percent. I would definitely say that. And that's kind of like, missing the mark out that's exactly kind of what where it goes back to when I talk to you about the planning for me because I've got so much going on that I don't want to feel like it's kind of maybe it's a form of fear or, you know whatever it is of not meeting expectations that's kind of why why I haven't said it you know and there's times where I do but yes I would 100% say to you that yes it does so yeah because for me I, I mean it seems like you're kind of an all or nothing guy um, and I could be missing the I could be missing the mark there but from the time that I've known you, it seems like you're, you're all in or you're all out, man. And I'm kind of the same way. And at least for me and my journey, sometimes when I get off, dude, it's like a cascading effect. It's a domino that then knocks over all kinds of other stuff. Cause I'm like, well, if I'm already here, might as well just continue to bullshit, you know what I mean? And continue to go down this path that I know I shouldn't. And I preach a different thing to my clients and preach a different thing to my friends. But sometimes dude, I'm like, I had one cheese it. So let's eat the box. Dude. I feel you, man. I really do. And like, just, 
the whole thing too with instagram too man it's just like it, it with what you're doing is it holds you so accountable like posting every day and all that extra energy man i don't think people really understand and that's why i appreciate like here's here's my gratitude for you man because i see what you do every day i see all the posts like you're doing exactly what you should be doing because you're posting here you're posting on your true capacity you're hitting your podcast you're going and training your people you're putting positive light out into the world and really you're doing it man that's that you're in the grind right now the things that you were, we're supposed to be thankful for not like the end goal of what it takes to get, but like what it's taken right now to get there, you're doing it. So I applaud you for that. It's, it's a hard thing to do. I, I, I did it for, and I'm, and I'm not out of it, but you know, I did it consistently for, I want to say like two years, man. And it's just so wearing on you, like to do something every single day, putting out content, just making sure that everybody sees all the work, but you're really not seeing all the work at the same time. It's, it's hard. So I applaud you for it. All right, I appreciate that that affirmation there. Um, something that I found on that that journey, and I'd love to to hear if you if you've struggled with the same thing. So I know I'm not crazy. Um, in that journey, dude, it could be like extremely disheartening when like you put your whole ass into sharing something that's helped you. And it's not that I give a damn about what everybody thinks. I really could care less about what everybody thinks. But there's sometimes right. where you pull your whole ass into something that's a recommendation that made a may have just changed your life because you've done it consistently. And then somebody else that's supposed to be, you know, a, um, I mean, a colleague or, or someone that you love shits yeah. all over it. Right. Dude, I... Drags you is like, you're a try hard. Um, you know, you should be out here partying and, and doing the hitting this beer bong instead of working out at four o'clock in the morning. Hey, isn't right. it just over an extra to be posting gratitude today? Dude, I, this is day 60. It right. has changed my mind aggressively. And it's been right. 60 days, dude. That's it. Dude, that's impressive. That's 60 days of impressive, too. You're doing, I mean, dude, I think uh, recently I tried to do like 21 days of um, writing three things I'm grateful for. I think I did. It was like a month or something. I did it back in July or so. I in say. the morning? Like right when dude, you wake I was up? Like, like initial? Like, pop, pop, pop. I did it actually before bed. I did oh. it before bed. I'd read, read a Bible verse and then hit things I'm grateful for. I kind of tried to make it a little routine that I was doing. And, um, man, I was like, it was hitting like day five. I'm like, I already looked like all the important things I'd done. I'm like, good gosh. And you're over here on day 60, just crushing it out, you know? So that's impressive. But, um, back to it. Yes. I, I understand completely what you're saying when you, when you put all that work in and you kind of just feel like it could even just be simple as likes and views, you know, and which is I mean, you don't want to look at it like it's like that, but I mean, sometimes you do, man. You you put all your work into something, and you're like, "What the hell?" You know, it's it's a it's a it makes you feel like you're taking back steps. We're really like you're doing it, man. So, like I said, I applaud you for that, regardless of of you know who sees it, what other people say, how other people feel. Like you're doing it, they're not doing it. So, yeah. That you know, it, they're just trying to take away from you, in my opinion. That's just how I feel about it. So yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. And I think that it's it's been a it's kind of at points been a bigger dagger when it's clients. And like I put my like for example, nothing will rock my conviction more in coaching than when I give my, a client a hundred percent of everything I have, maybe two hundred percent. Maybe I go out of my way, change my schedule, make myself wholly available for for their shit storm, right? And then they leave or they cancel, or they cancel their card, or they ghost me, or they don't close. They right. know that they have a problem. They know that I can help them solve it. And 
I've already done everything in my power to get them there. And it's not about the clothes, dude. It's about helping the person. But I feel honestly, legitimately, sometimes I'll get off sales consults from, from ads people that I don't know personally. And I'm like, I just failed them. They didn't sign up and I might be the last person that they talked to. I might be right. the last person that had a chance to change their life. And I didn't seize the moment. I didn't close them on the 45 minute call and they might die because of that. See, well, dude, and I, I'll put my I'll put my thoughts on that. I think at the end of the day, you can do everything in your power to help somebody else out. But if they do not want to change themselves, they're not going to change. And that's one thing that's one of the hardest things to accept, especially in this field, because your job is to make people feel the best that they can feel or be the best person they can be to achieve their best, most dominant power or whatever you want to call yeah. it that right there is how you how your job is but at the end of the day man if they don't want it for themselves you can only do so much and you know i've, I've got like people that I, I i have or am really close to about stuff like that you know i felt kind of that way my whole life where i've tried to be that support you know be the person that lifts them up and you know tries to get them on the right path and do these things and at the end of the day you're like do I need to make a phone call to make sure they're good? Like, um, are they, am I doing enough? But dude, I'm 28 years old now, man. I got, I got kids. I got a wife. I got my own things to, that I got to do. At the end of the day, you can only do, um, I guess so much that, that you can do to, to make the outcome that you want. If they don't want to do it, then that's just the way it rolls, man. I, that's just how I feel about it personally. But yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because everything that you just said, I, I know, I know to be fact. And I know that like, I, I'm not in control. Like I don't have the responsibility, but when I pour my whole ass into something as I'm sure when you do as well, like, dude, you just want people to win. I just want people not to die of diabetes. That shouldn't be happening. It's 2022. We have the information, right? Right. It's kind of how I feel about a lot of things, like so many things that if we just caught a little bit earlier, if we paid a little bit more attention, if maybe someone invested a little bit more in you, maybe if someone wasn't worried about hurting your feelings, mm -hmm. but showed you that they actually loved you, showed you that they cared before they gave you this information, didn't just <laughs> left field smack you with the ball. But I, I feel kind of a little bit of guilt with even my family, dude. I'm one of the only ones in my family that looks like this, dude, straight up. Yeah. And that's, right. that's we have a lot of hereditary problems. And I'm like, nah, their lifestyle. Right. They'll eat sugar all day, every day, drink soda, drink alcohol, smoke yeah. cigs every day. Like, I can't help you. Right. Yep. I, I'm with you, man. And, and I, you know, I, it's just kind of back to it. Like, if you don't want to make a change, you're not going to make a change. It's just how it is. As bad as you want to help somebody, it could be your closest friend, family member someone distant you're really just caring for out of straight love i mean just how it, that's just how i've seen it man i don't know but yeah i i 100 agree with you and it's a tough tough uh subject for sure what i mean on on that uh on that path of supporting others and and being there for people i mean in what ways do you feel called to to be there for people on their health and wellness journeys dude it's that this is where I would like to say what we do and especially what you're doing right now, this is where the winds come in because maybe you'll post that video and 450 people will see it. Two people will like it. You'll get one DM. Them two people that liked it and one DM is exactly why you're doing this because 
dude, when I was out there putting stuff out there every single day and doing that, I was getting a few DMs every week of like people really saying like, thank you so much. I needed to hear this. Like, you don't realize how much this has changed my life. And I'm sitting here like just putting out basic knowledge, you know? And I'm like, I'm, this is really helping people. Basic knowledge for you. Basic knowledge maybe for me, for some other people that like are in it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so it's been like, I would say calling. I don't even know if I've really figured out my calling yet, man, but just being a good person, being kind, loving each other. Just, I, I, I don't know, man. I used to be trying to be such a hard ass, like growing up and or even earlier on in college and all that, all that stuff doesn't matter to me anymore. Like it's all about just being good, a good person. At the end of the day, God's going to be the one to judge me. That's just how I feel about it. I'm, I'm a big believer in God and I just believe in loving in the way that Christ did and just being that person to people. I, I want to be a good person. I want to be a good father, a good husband, a good employee, a good owner, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I just want to be the best at it that I can be. And I think that is my calling. I just want to make sure that at the end of the day, when I'm done talking to you, that you feel good about talking to me, you know, like I, I don't want to leave anything on bad terms. I think life's very short and I don't like stuff like that. Like any argument that I've ever gotten with friends, I don't, I don't like anything like that. I like addressing the situation. I'm very like adamant about addressing what's going on or, you know, I, I'm not good at like just letting it sit in my mind. Then you get deep places and then go down deep holes and that's just not good for anybody. So you got to squash the beef and have a conversation. I honestly have the courage to have the conversation and not be in control of the outcome. Maybe. Yeah. Know. Just, the, just the courage of reaching out, man. Just, Hey, it's been a while, but just want you to know I love you. You know, I hope everything's good. It's just simple things, yeah. dude. How about the um? I mean, the aversion to to men saying to other men that they do love as brothers, not willing to say that, not not instead willing to reach out and and say something, but then the one that's giving a speech at a funeral, like the one that's having yeah. to make the calls for people that we didn't know were suffering because. You know, we were all too tied up in our own selves uh, to to let yeah. somebody know that we're there for them. Dude, and that's a that's a tough subject, man. And I've seen from you and your own experiences. I know you've dealt with it as well. I had a very close friend of mine pass away in 2017, someone that I grew up with, doing everything with for my whole life. And um, I kind of took that as, as a chance to never something like that happen again. Um, I want to make sure that people understand they're loved. I'm all, I'm the first person to be like, I'm on the phone with one of my homies. I'm like, I love you, bro. I'll talk to you later. Do it with my brothers, my, my family. I do it with anybody. Like I want people to understand that. that. It's the littlest things that really do make a mark. And I think people need to understand that, man. It's like, put your pride to the side for two seconds. If you care about somebody, let them know. Like life is very short, dude. And I, I'm very thankful and grateful for every moment and every opportunity that I come across, I just really am. And I don't, I don't think that has really hit me until I started having kids. And, you know, some people experience it at different times. But when my babies came into this world, I just started realizing what's very important. I'm like, you, you just think about everything that you've ever gone through, ever done in your whole life. And you're like, I'm thankful I'm here, honestly. I'm like, good gosh, all the nights in college and all the stuff that we've done and partied and had a blast, like just – or just anything stupid or, you know, any of yeah. it, man. I'm, just, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be here. Yeah. The stupidity, the, the brawls, the, the drinking, the, the experimentation all and all kinds of things. I mean, it's, all it's a it. blessing that we sit before one another today. 
exactly you know, man unscathed to to a point you know like yeah exactly alive doing, well. great. doing great <laughs> Gosh, yeah. man. It's, yeah. it's insane so so what i want to i want to roll back to um your gratitude practice so you were writing three things down that they were grateful for and then we're gonna transition to something else but with those you said that you were reading a bible verse did you have a specific book that you read out of more specifically or a, a book of the bible that you read more specifically when you're reading just a verse I had um, a book called Bedtime Blessings that my mom got me. And she got me, like me and my brothers, I want to say it's like a little stocking gift when Mm -hmm. I was in like high school, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like ripped to shreds, the binder of it still not even holding together. But I like bring it back out at short periods of time just to kind of remind myself. Mm-hmm. And it'll what it'll do is it's just like a little devotional. It'll kind of read out. It'll break it out into terms that we can understand. And then at the bottom of it, it'll be the verse. So I read it first, kind of like broken out into terms that I can read. And then I read the verse at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that because like you can understand, like it makes you understand the hard, complicated words about what it's actually saying. And then I, don't know, I just I like it a lot. But yeah, I would read it. I still try to do it now. I, I don't have it like written down to do it all the time, but I try to bring it out as much as I can when I remember. And like, sometimes I'll miss five days in a row. And then that one night that I decide to read it, I catch up six days. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Almost like you shouldn't be perfectionist about that either. Huh? Right. Exactly. Exactly. If you're given breath another day, we've got another day to fight, right? Another day yeah. to, to be here. Um, well, and that's the, that's the thing too, man, just waking up. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Just, waking up and being thankful that's the first thing i do man i'm like thank you for putting me here another day i hope that you're in my life today and in my baby's life and my wife's life and then i do the same thing when i go to sleep it's just this is my routine yeah man i think that there's hope that can be offered to anyone um whether they're whether they follow christianity or or they don't i mean i think that you know regardless of what what title you assign that power that may be there if you want to call it unicity you want to call it the universe like right let's not get lost in semantics right either way right it should offer some hope that that you were given another chance for breath today that we're on this podcast today that hopefully we make it to tomorrow and wake up and rise and if we do well there's a purpose dude regardless of what you believe in like there's a purpose for you being here and i I agree with you i think that 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 kind of thing for me is i think what has led me to not having suicidal ideation or or those kind of thoughts because i'm like look if i'm not supposed to be here i'm gonna be taken right by whatever power it be (laughs) so like if i'm here i gotta make it work yeah make it count man right so everything about it is just making it count you're you're here for a reason just like no matter what you believe in you're here for a reason there we're all here to do something that's for sure yeah man so talk to me about about the kiddos man like what what is what is the trajectory of of you as a as a man been from the time that you know um, obviously you you realize like oh shoot we got a baby coming to to now and dude, i mean it, yeah it yeah let's just start there it's insane dude i i don't even know how to describe it it's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life um i thought i was a man before i had them mm-hmm. but they have given me a whole new meaning of what being a father is and being a husband and making sure that whole like old school thing comes back into me, like being a provider. My dad, like both my parents work very hard and still do to this day, but my dad is nonstop, dude. He's still 60. He's 60 years old. He's still nonstop running, running, 
can't stop, man. Like I'll go, hang out with stop, the <laughs> I'll go hang out with him on the weekends and the man's cutting grass, like wh- whatever he can do, he, he's doing it. He just has to find something to do. And I kind of feel like that is in me as well. Um, so I, I kind of do that whole thing too, you know, like, yeah, I, it's just the way that I carry myself, certain things that I'm doing, the choices that I'm making, I, I got to think about them first. It's not about me anymore. It's about my family. And um, just, I guess the image that I put out to them because they watch everything you do. They may not be able to talk yet, but they're watching. I like the other day I was cutting up. I went and danced on the table, like make, like just joking around. Some song was on me and Allie are always wilding out in the living room or something. I'm like dancing on the table. Next thing I know, I hop down and heat rivers. My two-year-old jumps up there and starts dancing. I'm like, Oh gosh, what have I done? You know, I got to calm it down a little bit, but I don't yeah. know. It's just giving me a new meaning, man, just to make sure that I, everything that I do has a a purpose to it, you know, whether that's goofing off, having fun with them, just, and they've given me that too, man. That's the best part about it is they've taught me to be a kid again. I'm like, I'm drawing in the dirt with my finger. I'm like running around playing football in the house. We're wrestling on the bed, jumping off the bed, like coloring in the bathtub. It's just like those things, man, it's the best in the world. I can't describe it, but just the way that it makes you be thankful that it really makes you grateful for the things that you kind of get away from as you get older. And it has brought me back to that. And then you start being thankful and think about all the things that you might've put your parents through or things that you weren't thinking a big deal at the time where maybe, maybe they were, you could have done them a little bit better, you know, Billy, you just, it makes me more thoughtful of, of what's going on around me and just who I am as a person. Yeah. Cause I want to make sure that I'm a good leader for them. I want them to understand that at the end of the day, just to love one another and work hard and, you know, have fun, be you. That's all it is to me. So, yeah. I mean, with being thoughtful and being intentional and, and being a father roles reverse where you're like, Oh shoot, I hated when, when I, I, I bet mom hated when I was a kid and I did that stuff. Um, have you been intentional about letting your kiddos see you move weight in your gym? Uh, and exercise and do pull-ups and have you led by example and and put them in the space where they can see you doing that stuff so i will say rivers so i have rivers a two-year-old and riggins who's three months riggins hasn't experienced that at all um but rivers so i'm, I'm actually all right so i was at my old house i had that home gym mm-hmm. um I don't, I don't know if y'all remember it at all on instagram or anything but kind of built this little home gym and i'd have rivers out there with me in the little walker you know I don't know what all he's taking in at that age he was under a year old but he was in a little walker and um you know I would try to kind of show him that back then um I haven't done that since I'm actually um in the process of building right now so I've been using my in-laws um gym so it's kind of it's not as convenient to take him over there and Mm -hmm. work out and it's very hot man it's like 100 degrees down there right now so it's a little bit different but with that being said I actually um at my new house, I have like this little area kind of off to the garage that I'm going to build my own little gym in again. And I think it's going to be awesome to have both of my babies out there. I can walk out in the garage and they can like lift with me. And yeah, I think that's going to be awesome. I'm definitely going to try to incorporate that into their lives because I think it's very important just to see and just, you know, and I'm not saying, Hey, you've got to work out, you know, but if they want to watch it and that's, and see what I do and they like it and that's something they want to do, then that's, that'll be awesome to me. 
Yeah, but kiddos are so impressionable. Like if you if you have access and capability and you can move, like why not give them an opportunity to see what that looks like and the positive benefits of it? You know, and I know you're saying, hey, I don't know what what kiddos taking in with with being a couple couple months old, uh, but podcast co-host Savon right had a kiddo and and he released some info on on Instagram about this. So it's not privilege, but <laughs> um, you know, he was saying that that his son, you know, watching everything, yeah, and like going to go in the walker and, and going to go in the, in the, in the basement, right. in the gym there. And then my other homie, Miguel, his kid had a kid back in January. Same thing. Dude, he puts him in like a little bouncy thing, like in his yeah. home gym. Right. Yeah. And obviously if it's a hundred degrees, all right. I mean that you're a better father to not do that, yeah. but um, you know, when that is there, dude, I think that could be solid because do kids pick up everything, man. Yeah, I still have exactly. mannerisms and and I remember a lot of things about mom and dad when I was growing up that I've then seen me operate and interact with other people and not realizing that that's just straight from mom and dad until I'm around mom again. I'm like, Oh, that's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. dude. Yeah. And dude, that's like, and that's another thing. That's the best thing about having them. I cannot like, I don't want to race time. Like I'm not trying to speed anything up. I'm it's already going too fast for me with these babies, but for them, like, they're they're 18 months apart man i've got the whole world made for me i've got two boys 18 months apart if they're into lifting and sports and all that man it's like i'm gonna have mini me's running around i'm gonna have a playground dude i'm gonna be setting up like obstacle courses and football fields i'm whatever i have to do for them just to have the best life ever i'm gonna do it so and i think you know working out with me and it'll it'll probably inevitably happen because it's something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I remember my dad always used to say, he's like, cause he used to be really heavy in the lift and he actually did it for a sport for a little bit, um, kind of near our age. Um, he started to slow down because of having us. And he's like, man, just wait. He's like, you'll be tired and stuff. He's like, you won't want to fool with it anymore. You'll end up just like me, you know, with a uh, beer gut and hanging out, you know, but he's still in really good shape, but still he, you get the point. And yeah. I'm like, dude, dad, I'm working out forever. Like, I love this stuff. This is me. This is a part of me. I don't just do this anymore. It's like who I am. So well, I see myself awesome. doing it for a long time. Yeah. Every generation's got to be better, right? Like pops gave it up when the kiddos came. You got to take the, you got to take the right. torch a little bit yeah. further. And then the kiddos right. got to take it a little bit further from there, you know, <laughs> well, good progress. Luck not good regress luck, babies. <laughs> they're gonna be working out they're 98 you know <laughs> i'm gonna be pushing in the casket yeah no i feel you dude so yeah no that that definitely makes sense but sounds like sounds like the kiddos definitely push you to grow up faster and really have to yeah. step into to the man that you want to be not only for them but for your wife i mean yep. uh, that's a lot of responsibility definitely yeah it, it really is man just I guess going back to kind of like the old school view and all that and everything, just I want to be the person that they feel most comfortable with that they can come to for anything. I'm that support system, no matter what I got going on in my own head, and whatever I'm dealing with, like I've got to show up as that person every single day. That That's my goal. And sometimes I don't do that. So I, it's, it's hard. Sometimes it, yeah. you got your own crap going on and you know, your own feelings or stress at work or, you know, stress at home, whatever it may be. But, the end of the day i don't want them to see that side of me so i gotta make sure that I, no matter what i'm trying to show up as the best person that i can be because not every day is a great day you know sometimes you gotta make it a great day no matter what's going on so yeah man. it's definitely helped me mature a lot in that area just just being a better person and trying not to let like little things 
discourage or ruin your day because it can easily happen. It, it goes back to like the, the mental side of things. You can let something so simple destroy you in two seconds and ruin your whole week. If you let it, it just depends. Or you could think about it, take a deep breath, maybe breathe in for about five seconds, exhale like the old school PE days and then forget about it. You know, it just depends. It's all, it's a work in progress and um, I'm loving every bit of it. So. Yeah. No, no, I mean, you can't let the 120, you know, disrupt the other 86,400, you know, right. two minutes over, over 24 right. hours. Come on guys. Let's yeah. go. Come on. It, can't be doing all that. And it's hard, man. You know, like take some, sometimes like, you know, criticism at work or, you know, you get some bad news or anything it may be. It's just like a work in progress. Just, just practice on letting it go and realize how short life really is. It, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, dude. It does not matter. It's so, when you start seeing the things that truly matter, all the other noise just gets put to rest, man. And, and two, and you know, I've kind of gotten off social media a little bit for that reason. I used to spend so much time on it, dude. Now I barely catch myself on it. But the shitty thing about that is, is nowadays, if you're wanting to grow a business, um, a self-image, whatever, your own brand built on yourself, which a lot of days, I mean, well, now, not now, that is how you build your brand. It's based off of you. You're the one running it. It has to be based off you. That's the hardest part to me um, about that whole, the whole industry and fitness industry is um, being present on social media every single moment of your day, a lot of it, and knowing how to prioritize it in certain ways on certain days. You know, it's just it was a hard thing for me because you're putting so much time in there and you're not present and actually what's going on or you're taking in too much crap, but there's also great stuff out there. I've, and I've been trying to use that for my time when I do hop on there. I try to, we've got so much knowledge at our hands right now. And I know, you know, this as well, just all the people out there and given the different takes on life. Like I think everybody kind of has their own way of putting things, you know, like the liver King, for instance, like, yeah, he's probably roided up and, you know, pushing a false image you know but at the same time i think liver king's out here you know putting off good vibes at the same time because you know he's like get your ass up work ground get yeah. outside get some sun walk in the woods for five miles yeah and you know like it's a little it's a little bit much you know for sure but at the end of the day he's out here pushing a, a good image on people and i think it's hard because a lot of people you know slide in immediate hate on people like that like just it's just straight up hate. Like they don't even give it a chance. They don't listen to it. But like, you got to see the big picture, man. Yeah. He's probably putting on half a show for everybody. Cause he's trying to get famous. I mean, he's trying to sell his, his uh, supplements. That's, that's what he's doing. But yeah, but that's what they do. I mean, he's doing a good thing. Yeah, but who's not trying to garner attention? Like who's not trying to garner attention. That's trying to push forward a mission. I mean, look at right. any religion doing the same thing, sports teams, individuals, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> any any pharmaceutical company, like look at anyone, dude. Everybody. CNN, AOC, Donald right. Trump, yeah. Joe Biden, anyone. <laughs> like literally, everyone is trying to garner attention to push their mission forward. And whether it's you know ethical or not, the mission that they subscribe to, everyone's trying to do it, right? That's really trying to be somewhere in the public eye, right? But I would definitely say that if you don't have to be in the public eye. You don't need to be in the public eye. It sure can't be nice to be unplugged. Right. Sure it can be. Yes. For sure. Well, and, you know, 
and I, I, I kind of like, I get in these spurts, man. And that's why I, I give you applaud again for staying so consistent because I'll go through these like moments where I'm like all about it. I'm like content, 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 got to get back to my grind. But then for me personally, it start, it started to take away from me actually doing it for the, my love of the game of the overall benefits of health and working out and eating. Like I was concentrating so much on putting out content that I wasn't truly enjoying it. Like I just going into the gym and me not having to record a workout. I'm like, damn, like I'm, it's, it's peaceful. Love I get this. To see myself. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, like last year, two years ago, when I go in there, record everything. I'm like worrying about getting the right views for the camera, or, you know, hitting the right workout. And maybe I'm on set three. I've already done two sets and I'm dead and it doesn't even look right. I'm like, what the hell? Like putting in all this extra effort, man. When really I just, I started to wanted to get back to just getting off the gram, kind of focusing more on me. And really, I just felt like that's helped me personally become the best that I've been in a very long time, maybe ever. So, yeah, no. And I mean, that's important. Not everyone is, uh, not everyone needs to be documenting everything or creating everything. And, you know, some people that, that run as heavy as you were in fitness, um, they have somebody else doing that stuff for them. You know, somebody else is right. filming. So, so like they're still focused, they're present, but somebody else is documenting. Right. And I, and I, then, need, I need some of that, man. you know, and then they're, they're, they're creating from there. So I think that that's something to look at too. Like it's all, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, right? If you're going to do it by yourself, especially if you're going to try to run at the consistency that you were running at solo. Right. We're talking about like all day, every day, having to worry about lighting, angles, audio quality, right? Making sure that you give thoughtful things, catchy right. things, TikTok videos. Right. Catching music. Like just, it's like a lot. So much. It's, it's so, so much. It's so God. much. So, you know, it's not really the life I think for everyone. And I also would, would asterisk that with, it's not everyone's life forever either. I think there's even people like, look at someone like Gary V or Alex Ramosi or any, like they've got teams dude of one to 20 people and that they're paying that they're paying from their businesses. And like, cool. That that's totally, totally cool. Mm-hmm. But they're not the ones that are editing all that when they're running 300 miles an hour for 20 years. Right. You can't. Yeah. It's impossible. I, I, How would I you agree, focus on anything else? You know? I highly agree with you because that pushes you down. You're doing everything yourself. Or at least that's how I was doing it. Maybe that wasn't the right path to roll. But I was definitely that person. You know, I'm editing. I'm doing the camera. I've got my tripod set up. You know, it's like it was just so much man i had to I had to take a take a step back and you know it's not to say that i'm ever done with that i think just like i was telling you earlier this is kind of like a um something for life for me so i don't ever count it out um i just for the past time of my life i had to cut it out for a little bit for sure so yeah we got bigger priorities the kiddos running around yeah. two yeah. sons running around yeah. a wife that needs some loving like that's yeah. a higher priority than posting on social you know what I mean? especially when your money doesn't come from posting on social like if you're not being a provider with that, then cool. Know the place. It's all good. It's a priority, but not the priority. I that's, think that's fair. Yeah. That's a hard part. To, that's another hard part about it that a lot of people don't understand is everything you're doing is for free for a, a little bit. You're, you're pushing that out just straight solely off trying to get attention and trying to hope that it, it helps somebody in some way. And maybe it'll benefit you in some way as well. Yeah. 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 So. 
but no, I think, uh, I think it's interesting to kind of see the, you know, the peaks and valleys of, of the journey. Cause I remember even before I got into coaching heavy, dude, I was hitting you up about meal prepping, dude, about me picking yeah. up meal prep food. Like yeah, what, man. how did that come about? And, and dude. do you still do any of that kind of stuff? Dude. So that, man, that was a crazy time. Um, so, you know, like I've cooked on and posted on Instagram since I've made that account. I think it was like 2018. Always been something I've loved is just cooking healthy, good tasting meals. Um, some, I mean, you know, not like crazy healthy. Some of them were out there and some of them were better than others, but you know, whatever. Right. So I was doing it for a little bit and, you know, Allie, my wife, she, um, told me one time, she's like, there's so many people that are always asking me, like, are you selling these meals or this and that? And you know, so I currently live where she grew up. Right. Um, we're like in her hometown and she's like, maybe we should just try selling it. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Allie, like, I didn't have that much confidence in it. I'm like, is my meals are good to me. They look great, but you're not a huge fan of them. You know, like she, she doesn't always like what I cook and you know, stuff yeah. like that. She's like, but I think people will love it. I'm like, all right, well let's roll, you know, see, let's see what we get. And I remember the first time doing it, I think I made um, like some pineapple shrimp, white rice, some asparagus, I want to say. And man, it was so stressful that very first time. But like, I think we had like 18 orders, you know, I'm like, I'm like okay yeah i was surprised i was yeah. like that's a, that's a lot of people for a first time we put it out like i mean my like my marketing was throwing on my instagram story she'd do a facebook post i mean that's all it was and then the next thing you know one week goes by 22 orders third week goes by 28 and then two months after i'm at 80 something meals i'm like holy shit i might be in <laughs> over my head <laughs> I'm like, I'm the bills shit dude, i'm dude. cooking 10 hours a day i'm like in there whipping man like and i didn't have the equipment for it i mean i wasn't like i didn't open a full-time business doing it. i'm just hustling on the side like using my hours outside of work to do the Sheesh. best I could. yeah I hustle. cooking in a regular like uh residential kitchen like not yeah. a not a commercial kitchen yeah, with my, multiple ovens and... <laughs> yeah i've got like one pot I'm, like going off basic equipment man like it was it was tough but um, I was, man, it was getting, it was getting good for a long period of time. Um, and then, like I told you, I ended up moving and we're in the process of building. I have um, talked with her about maybe opening that back up once we get into our new house, because we'll have um, new kitchen, new equipment. We'll be kind of in a better area to do it um, and maybe turn it into an actual business. But it was doing so well on the side hustle. Um, not to say that I wouldn't ever open it, but it was, it was crushing on the side. So. And not something maybe that I want to do full time. You know, I think once you jump into that, it's a it's just like anything else you do. I think when you jump into creating a business, you can't half ass. You got to roll. I mean, you'll get crushed, dude. You won't make right. it out of two years if it's full time. Right. You go. Right. And that and that maybe I just wasn't 100 percent sure if that's the mood that I wanted to make. If I wanted to jump into doing that full time. Not to say that I won't ever. I, I'm not opposed. You know, it's still We're young. Right. Yeah, not 30 yet, dude. Yeah. We're not yeah. even 30. We're all you're good, the, dude. If you're under 30, you are so young. No, I'm just kidding. If you're under like 55, you're doing great, man. I'm I'm all about Gary Vee. I'm I'm sure yeah. y'all he's like, like you're 70? Like, you got 20 years. Oh uh, yeah. 88? <laughs> you're 88. You're crushing. Like yeah. you got 10 years ago. You know, so but I believe in that too, man. I don't think there's ever like I think as long as you're here, you can do whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter what age you are. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, and, and I really appreciate, you know, a uh, point of appreciation for you. Dude, you're not dogmatic, man. You're not, 
don't follow an ideology like so aggressively and anyone that doesn't subscribe to it needs to go away. Like they're like, Hey, keto might work for some people, you know, carnivore yeah. might work for others. Vegan might work for others, right? Christianity might be the something that somebody wants to follow. Maybe someone else wants to be Buddhist. Maybe someone wants to say that religion doesn't exist. Like it's interesting to me for someone that has so much faith in what they do and has so much purpose in how they live to also then not be judgmental. And, and I just wanted to make a point to let you know that that is something that I appreciate about you because very few people these days are like that. Very few people can have rhetoric and have actual deep seated beliefs and things and not throw shade and judgment and nonsense, man. So I appreciate that about you. I appreciate you saying that, dude. And that, I mean, it means a lot to me that you would even consider saying that. Uh, it's just, it's just in my heart, dude. It's like how I really feel. I don't, I don't feel negative any other way, but like, I always want to like, you can't just dive into what someone says or how they feel based off of that moment. That does not happen. Think about you and your shittiest moment. And if you were to say something on the gram and you're like, someone sees that you can't just make a judgment off that someone could be having their worst day somebody could be having their best day somebody could be having shit go on their whole life how they were brought up raised taught belief system it could have been something could have messed them up something could have been it could have just been how they were taught or what they believe you know i don't i don't have any i'm very open-minded to stuff like that because you know it's all to me a lot of it is how you're raised whether you follow that same path that you were raised in or you grow apart from it to do your own. I think it all, a lot of it is how you're raised Um, just personally. And I just, I don't know, man, I'm not big on throwing shade or I just want to see, I like to see, you know, where people come from, what, what they got, man. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm not, I don't like judging people, man. I appreciate And I appreciate you acknowledging that. So. Yeah. I think it's really cool to see the, the background that people have. Um, the things that, uh, you know, are maybe above and below the line of what we deem okay, you know, like, hey, what what things have been aggressive in our lives that have taught us a lot of things and what things have been smooth sailing. I mean, everyone's got a different story to tell. And I think that, you know, we could definitely use more people like you that are that are out here not judging, that, that want to understand, that are listening to understand, not listening to respond. I think there's a big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%, dude. And just just not and not just the judgment part but just man acting in love like we're all equal out here i don't give a shit if you've got 85 million dollars and i've got zero i still view you as the same person as i am and like the other day man me and i were out in snowville and some dude was his car was broken down like the middle of the highway i'm like sitting here watching this dude i'm like is he does he need help i'm I'm like thinking about it i'm like i kind of feel like he might need help some dude made the initiative run across to do it because I was at a stoplight about to roll. And finally, I just hopped out. He's like, go help him. So I'm like, all right, let's go. So I kind of go help him. Me and this other dude start pushing. Then another dude starts pushing, and we all get him out of the highway into the parking spot. And, you know, and just after I did it, like, the dude didn't even say thank you or anything. He just kind of got to the spot. Wasn't very appreciative of it. But, you know, the guy next to me that was pushing, I bonded with I felt like I knew this dude for 30 years, man. He's like, if only people could see – like this right now and act like this I think the world would be a better place and it just made me think like I felt like that day like they just it was just meant to be man just to hop out of the car and go help this dude like just to act in a way that you would want to be helped like if you're out there by yourself and you need help man it's just 
that's what life's about. Like go help somebody out. If they need help, help them out. Like throw, throw that linen hand. Everybody out here is the same person. We've all got our own shit going on. Some people may be having a great day. Some people may be having a terrible day. You just don't ever know. So the best thing to do is just be the best person that you can be. And I think that at the end of the day, it's going to come back around, not doing it so that it comes back around, not, not waiting for it to come back around, but it will. It, it really will. So that's, that's just my way of thinking. Yeah, man. Love first, you know, love for first. sure. I think that it's a, it's an interesting place to be in, especially being masculine and being more divine masculine, right? Like, Oh, love. Like that's right. such a, a thrown around word, but uh, I think that we could all use a little bit more of it because uh, it, I mean, we don't need to fall on hate on, on racial lines, on gender lines, on political lines, on, I mean, who your grandmama voted for or where you live in the United States or what country right. you're from. Like, dude, I, I think that we could definitely use some more love. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and dude, I have very much enjoyed this. I hope you have yeah. too. Dude, it's um, been great. Is there, is there anything that you'd like to leave everybody with um, as, as kind of a, a parting, parting way here? And then I want to hear where they, uh, where they can find your fitness account and, and follow along with you if they want to. Yeah, man. So I just want to say, I appreciate you having me on here. I haven't talked to you in a long time. I know we've kind of chatted over Instagram, but being face-to-face and being able to share this moment, I appreciate it, dude. And I appreciate you having me on here and giving me the time. Um, I, I would just leave it at this and just kind of the whole scenario of what we just talked about is just being yourself, be authentic, always show up as yourself. Don't show up as someone else. Just be you, love one another, be kind, work hard, you know, if, if you want to live the life that you want to live, the only person that's going to be able to get it is yourself. You can go to anybody else that you want for it, but it's got to be deep down inside of you to find that. And um, that's just, that's just kind of my main thought on that. And um, my Instagram is cam tutor fitness on, on IG. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'll have to double check, but you know, it's been a little bit since I've had my handle sent out, but I'm pretty sure that's it. But um I just appreciate everything, man. I'm thankful for it. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you being here. Um, and we will wrap there. And guys, if uh, if you're looking for his IG, it's going to be linked. I'll just link it in uh, in the show notes. Um, and if we're on YouTube, there'll be the link that you can click to it. Um, but dude, I really appreciate you being here. I think this is a, uh, a hell of a conversation and kind of took some turns that I wasn't expecting. And uh, I'm very right. appreciative for the time, man. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to hop off here. I'm going to stop the recording and then we'll, we'll go from there.